It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk program. Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. The Thursday version, last one of the week for us. Dwight McCowan's day. It is Thursday. Great to see you. You are the Johnny Cash of radio today. Man in black. Yeah, you know, um, my wife gave me a compliment probably about 20 years ago when we first really? started dating about how handsome I was in all black. So, yeah. You know, just kind it's of, all you wear now? Oh, man, it's kind of <laughs> what I wear, you know? <laughs> Need that compliment. You it's know how it is. You know that joke they say when uh, when a woman gives a man a compliment one time, hey, that sticks with that man for the rest of his life. Did hey. she compliment your cooking? Yes, when I'm been yes. on the grill, she has. And, um, so okay, I so she's got you well. doing that. Yeah, you're driving. Well. She compliment your driving. Oh, hey, I, I drive everywhere. So, yeah, so she's got you yeah, there. She's oh, got yeah, there she, she's figured it out yeah, early. She's got it early. Yeah, she, you're she just out. so much better at blank vacuuming. She got you vacuuming. I do everything in the house except for really cook most of the time. <laughs> you know, I'm washing clothes. I'm doing everything. Else. So she's telling you you're you're better at washing clothes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We know who the smart one in the family is. We know who the egotistical one in the family is. Perfect match. Yeah. You got to have one of each. Absolutely. Excellent. It's good seeing you again. Man, it's happy to be here. Happy to be I'll here. I'll tell you what, coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Michael Walker is going to join us via the phone. We will uh, talk to the new uh, member of the Kansas City Royals as uh, he's coming into town this week. We talked about it a little bit yesterday with Matt Fry. We will get a little bit more detail today from uh, from Mr. Waka as uh, Waka and friends are doing a uh, really a, a pretty cool fundraiser for the Boys and Girls Clubs uh, here in Texarkana on Saturday over at uh, PG. And uh, Daddy has reminded me to remind folks while the doors are opening at 10 to start the stuff, show up at 9.30 for registration. If you're bringing your kid down over to PG to the indoor, because it's going to be cold and stuff's going to be inside, get them there around 9.30. Get them in already so they're ready to go at 10 o'clock so we don't have a glut of people standing at the door at 10, and then you can't get started on time. So get there at 9.30, get them all in, and get going to have a good time. Yeah, I would probably tell them by 9.15. See? say 9.15 and they show up at 9.30. Well, that's, that's true. That's, that's right. That's, that's how I look at that. I, see, that's a coach talk. <laughs> what time's the bus leave, coach? Oh, you always tell them 9, 9, 9.45. That's right. <laughs> 9.45 we're leaving, but we're leaving at 10. 10 o'clock, that's right. Shows up. That's go. how it works for UIL yeah. academics. Absolutely. 6 o'clock? No, no, no. We're out the door at 5.45. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're here at 5.45 in the morning. That's we'll be good to it. go. That's how you do it. All right. Well, we uh, we have not seen each other since the, uh, the playoff run – this past weekend, the speculation on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was Jerry's going to find him a new coach. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, you get to come in here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. All of that's been put to bed. Mike McCarthy remains the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't... My my reaction yesterday was this: as a fan of another football team, okay. my reaction was, "Thank you, yes, thank you. Keep Mike there, <laughs> and the rest of the league, the rest of the conference has a really good chance to not have to worry about the Cowboys on the path to the Super Bowl." Yeah, and I'll just say, like I told you off the air, you know, first of all, I, I blame this on Cowboy fans, you know. Wow, you know, I I got off like I said, I got off that off that narcotic back in two thousand and six. 
Hey man, it was hard, wasn't it? It, 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 it was, was hard getting little, off. It was, but I'm I'm so happy now because you, you guys just <laughs> you guys are, you celebrate mediocrity and, and you allow it to happen, and so that's what Jerry does. He's not gonna he's not gonna move off from that guy because he can control him. That's what he wants. Um, that's a really good team they have there. Um, and I'm all I'm never for like trading, you know, firing coaches because, you know, it. it I, obviously I know it's it's a hard job, but um, sometimes a change is necessary, and he's not gonna do that. I mean, it took him forever to get rid of Jason Garrett. And uh, and they were eight and eight, eight and eight and eight and eight forever, yep. you know. And and so now now not saying that McCarthy's done a better job, obviously going twenty five, but you can see the first two positions of that game they were overwhelmed at home. They were overwhelmed and they had no adjustments to make. They couldn't figure it out. I mean, defensively, when you got a play where I had to rewind on my TV to see where it was a cowboy at on yep. that on that little throwback yep. play, I'm like, what what in the world are we doing? Seventeen here, and a half yards away. That's, that's like, the nearest one. Like, you got to be kidding me. This not even, it's like that's worse than Pop Warner football. Yep. And so you know. I'm not saying you got to fire people, but when things are that bad, something's got to change. You know, you say you don't have to fire people. We, you and I work in public education. Correct. We're not going to get fired over a bad game. You're just not. If, if Marshall doesn't play well Friday night, you're not getting fired Friday night or Saturday morning. Correct. You, you, it's a different world. We're not living in a world of the expectation is here. The revenue it's generated is here. Yes. You, you, there, there's a lot riding on the NFL. Granted, they've got billion-dollar TV contracts and people are making millions of dollars, yeah. but there's a lot riding on your performance for 18 or 20 Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays a year. Mm-hmm. you got 20 games to perform the way your ownership expects you to and your fan base expects you to. And while you say, I'm not for firing coaches, Sunday in Dallas – Coaching staff, players, whomever, did not perform on the stage when you need to. Well, yeah, but it, it, and I'm not. I'm not saying that the coaching staff didn't have a problem. You know, especially the defense side. That was yeah, just, Dan that Quinn. Was, that was horrendous. If, if I'm the owner of the Cowboys, yeah. Dan Quinn got fired Monday. If it yes. wasn't for he's looking for a job, he's got to go. I, I fire him Monday. I, I think the problem with with Dallas though, their 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 thing is it's a systematic problem. If from the top down, well, and that's a different thing. And obviously, you can't, you can't, you can't fire the owner. No. You can't fire the GM. No. And so, you know, to me, that's where their pro, that's where their problem starts. At it's right up the top. I mean, that guy, he's always in the camera. He always wants to talk. Who, who are you going to really get in? A strong minded person like a Jim Harbaugh. You think he's going to go deal with that? No. You think Bill Belichick is going to want to deal with that? No. So you're going to get what you get because that's what he wants. The few times he left and gave up power was the most productive the Cowboys been in these past, you know, 30, 35, 36 years. He just got over his ego, let Jimmy Johnson into the ring of fire, ring of fame. Right. That's one. Right. Bill Parcells is the other. If you look back at it, when Bill Parcells came in, up until what, twenty I would say twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, the best players on those teams were people that he still had hand picked back in two thousand five, two thousand six. Right. Tony Romo. I mean, my gosh. And you got you forced that guy out, and they lived off of that for years. Now you know they still have a decent team, but now you got to rebuild offensive line. You, you know you got to figure out what you're gonna do at the linebacker position because they played small. And that's why they got that's why people ran that right at them because they played small. They played for speed, which is great. You got the lead, that's great. But what happened? You don't have the lead, and Green Bay didn't let, never let them the lead. Green Bay ran right at them. And you're going against a team that can run the football. And I mean, it's not like you were going in there against uh, you know a team that has no running back. It, this isn't 
you know, this isn't Washington. Correct. This isn't uh, uh, Arizona. I mean, you had a team that could run the football, and you basically dared them to run the football. And you're going against a again another. You're playing another another franchise who is stable from yeah. the top down, who has a plan from the top down, and they execute their plan. And they got better every week this year. Yeah. And they they were the team that's peaking. Dallas wasn't. So and that's why and that's my only problem. When people say coaching, coaching, coaching. Coaching's on part of it. Again, if this thing goes from the top down, are we all in sync? And the Green Bay Packers are a pro, a franchise that's in sync together. Well, you know, it's if if you said to me today, Chuck, would you get rid of Dak? I would say yeah. Would you get rid of McCarthy? I'd say yeah. Would you get rid of Dan Quinn? I'd say yeah. And I'd say yeah to all three of those because can they get any better than they are right now with those three? Because if the goal is I want to hoist the trophy at the end. I've had an eight-year window to see Dak's performance in the postseason, and it's not there. I've seen Mike McCarthy as a head coach personally since the middle 2000s to 2023, and with the exception of a year they really got hot going into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. they wasted so many of Aaron Rodgers' years. Correct. For whatever reason, they got one Super Bowl out of Aaron Rodgers. That's ridiculous. Two in 30 years, we'll break four of two. Dan Quinn, <laughs> whose team collapsed in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, don't remind me about that one. And now shows up with, with the best positioning in the postseason to get to a Super Bowl. All you got to do is go on the road and win at San Francisco. You got to win that one road game. And you throw up such a dog that you're – forget Dak. Your defense cost you the game on Sunday. So you say to me, I got those three primary positions. Why would I keep any of them if I'm trying to go forward from there? I may have to take some steps backward, mm-hmm. but am I better prepared for January by changing those three spots? Okay, so I play. I play a little devil's. Now, advocate I love on a this good one. devil's advocate. Um, obviously, I'm not a cowboy fan, so just saying that right now. What? What's okay? Because I don't really see much of a difference, to be honest, which between Dak and Tony Romo. It's to me they're same I'm guy, the same same person. Yep. But what's the what's the constant that's been there from Tony Romo all the way through Dak? Through Jerry years? Jerry Jones again. That's that's who I go back to. I I hundred percent put the blame on that guy. I really do. Now. Can you fire all the players? No. Would I get rid of Dak? I I probably went and I, would and, you re-sign him? Um, yeah, I would re-sign him, but not to you know we got. It's going to be sixty. You know, we got to negotiate that because of the fact that I have to give you more help. So we got to rebuild this offensive line. You got three uh, Pro Bowlers. Yeah, we got to rebuild the offensive line. We got this line back going. I got to get another receiver because you don't want to admit it, but you was wrong letting go of um no question uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, you was you was totally wrong on that one. No question. You have to fix that. Um, I feel like you need to go get another secondary guy. Um, so there's some things that need to be fixed. Uh, do it, will they fix it? I don't know. But I would probably get rid of Dan Quinn, though. That, to me, to me, you know, I know the players love him. That's one of those things, hey, man, that's, that's where you got to make one of those tough decisions. Somebody's got to go. Yeah. Off, off of that debacle, you're not going to get rid of the head coach. Um, because Why not? Well, he's. I just knew he wasn't. I just 100% knew he was not going to get rid of the head coach. So you're not going to do that. So somebody has to go. You're not going to get rid of the quarterback because – that's your guy. You ride with him because to me, you're gonna you're you're basically saying if if we get rid of Dak, then 
I'm admitting I'm wrong. And gosh, we know that he don't want to admit he's wrong. So you're not going to do that. So you have to get rid of the defense coordinator. That's going to try to start some things over. Um, but I don't feel like – I never thought – I never for a second thought he was going to come in and clean house. Never thought it. No, I didn't think he – oh, I, I agree 100%. I, I, I listened to two, two people today, last night. One was Skip Bayless, <laughs> who Skip Bayless is as – Homer Cowboy yes. as you're ever going to find, but to listen to him yes. say a lot of the things you just said, it'll never be fixed as long as Jerry's still there. And that's the problem. Go ahead. Go ahead. The other was, I listened to a guy who, who did an analogy today, and, he, and, and, and I listened to it, and I told it to my wife later on. She went, wow, that's pretty uh-huh. – this guy says this. Forget the Dallas Cowboys for a second. I'm opening up a restaurant. Okay. My restaurant. I hire the best chef I can find. We kill it. I'm getting Michelin five-star ratings. I'm killing it. Mm -hmm. But you know what? The world knows my chef. They think my chef's the reason why my restaurant's so good. Okay. Well, hell with that. It's my restaurant. I fire my chef. There's thousands of chefs out there. Correct. I hire a different chef. We're not as good as we were. But you know what? People still remember, and I still got on my door, five-star Michelin rating. I'm a Michelin restaurant. Ten years go by. My chef's been gone for ten years. We ain't gotten a single rating, not a single star. But you know what? People still recognize my restaurant as the best restaurant because they remember that it was. Twenty years go by. I'm still charging you an outrageous amount of money for the food mm-hmm. you're getting that's not near as good as when I had my unbelievable chef and you still come in and you still pay it. And as he put it, you pay for a bologna sandwich when you were expecting to get a steak, but you won't say that it tastes like crap because it's in a five-star restaurant. That's the Dallas Cowboys. And when I first started, who did I say I blame first for all this? Jerry. Jerry and who else? The fans. The fans. That, the, that, that analogy, that's the customers. That's- <laughs> Won't you stop going to the restaurant then? If you don't know. I mean, that's that's you guys are feeding the monster. Yep. If you guys stop showing up, stop showing this support, when he starts seeing no revenues drop, he's going to have no choice. The argument, they was, won't do it. the argument was this. Cowboy fans now root for the team that is – the most recognizable, the most popular, the most valuable in the world, mm-hmm. but not the most Medi- successful on the field. Pure mediocre. I actually, uh, I worked with a coach last year in Palestine. He was, it was it's, I know I'm getting old now. He's born in 1997, and so he's been a Dallas Cowboy fan his whole life. And I'm like, dude, that's that's your fault for you rooting, rooting for this. You've never se- you've never seen a win like I right. Yeah, I, I saw the Super Bowls. I I, right. I can remember them and everything. You no. So why are you doing it to yourself? <laughs> we'll come back 15 and a half after the hour. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. Not Zach and the professor. Chuck, Zach, Dwight McCowan. Boy, I just slid back to Tony Kirk for a minute. Yikes. We're back for just a minute. Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world. Generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more 
at rotary.org slash action. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third generation race car driver, and we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. My grandpa Lou is the reason why my dad and I started racing, and I'm really proud to follow on his tracks. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. I've learned a lot on this journey with my grandpa Lou, and the memories of my grandpa will always be with me. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Talking about Alzheimer's can be really tough, but if you notice something, have a conversation with your loved one. Encourage them to see a doctor or offer to go with them. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. The Alzheimer's Association provides care, support, and research to help you take control of the situation with your family and manage the disease together. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting? Yeah. When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. This is Leaving the Yard, Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack. Chuck Zack. Presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. On 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. All right, we're back. 19 after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan here on the Fan 107.9 and on ESPN 105.9. Michael Walker joining us in about 12 or 13 minutes. We will visit with him on the phone today, which is going to be fun. Hopefully the, the phones are all operational. Otherwise, that's going to be an epic fail, so we don't want to have that happen. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Should have tested that, but, you know, we fly by the seat of our pants occasionally, so what the heck, why not? Uh, okay. I'm reading a thing here real quick before we move away from the Cowboys for just a minute. Uh, Ed Werder is saying if nobody hires Dan Quinn, which they won't, he'll be back in Dallas. And the only team I can see hiring him will be Seattle. Probably. And so I think he'll be back. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. If I think Harbaugh is going to be the – Harbaugh and Vrabel are going to decide the where coaches go. 
Belichick looks like he may be Atlanta, mm-hmm. possibly. Smart move. New England's already filled up Jared Mayo, mm-hmm. so that one didn't stay on the board for very long. I, I think the dominoes are waiting to see is Harbaugh going to return to Michigan and just get a big old fat check of about $11.5 million. I just don't see him going back, but yes, go ahead. Or does he take one of these jobs and then the dominoes start to fall? I think everyone's waiting on what's Harbaugh going to do. You know what's crazy? I, I really like I like Vrabel too. I, I, he's probably my, you know, in this coaching circle right now, you know, that's out right now. Jim Harbaugh's one. Obviously, I, if you've been listening to the show, yep. I'm a Jim Harbaugh I guy. I know you are. But uh, I like Vrabel, man. That dude right there is a guy that uh, he gets guys going. And, uh, you know, I would tell Vrabel to take any of those jobs except for Carolina. Carolina's job, I'm like, hey, man. I just, that's a that's a no no, uh, but Carolina's got a lot of issues. Oh gosh, and, and oh, kind of like the Cowboys, a lot start with the ownership. Yes, I almost look at that. It's like that's like the the Washington team a yeah. few years back. Like you just don't want to touch Snyder that. You don't want to touch that thing. But I think I think Jim's gonna take the job in um with the Chargers. I I think that's where he's gonna go. Um, Vrabel to me to me that guy fits anywhere yeah. except, well, except for Carolina because I don't if he's a Carolina he might throw that owner through a glass window or something just, <laughs> which would be okay too <laughs> it's just I just could see that happening um I think Vrabel will be a great fit really anywhere besides besides at Carolina yeah. uh, I just think the guy is a leader I think he uh, he motivates men uh, obviously he played just like Jim Harbaugh played and so when those guys do that that just that that brings another element and he just got his hands tied behind his back at Tennessee and it's good for him to me to get out of there can you see him in Washington I could I, yeah, I really could I um, can too I, 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 I want to say I heard Washington was zeroing in on uh, the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Benny though. Johnson yeah oh um, offensive coordinator or defensive the, the offensive coordinator oh, not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not Aaron Glenn yeah, yeah, yeah Benny yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Johnson yeah so that's what I heard um, but I think Vrabel again. I think he fits anywhere. To be honest yeah. with you, I I just think Tennessee just you know want to go in another direction, whatever the reason is. Uh, I think they want to go young, uh, office of mine, and I just don't think Vrabel fit that description. If you were Jim Harbaugh and you can get the job in San Diego, Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. Sorry, I'm always going to be San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles, and the other jobs fill up. Do you call Mike Vrabel and say, "Come here in D.C. for me"? I don't know if those egos could work together. You don't think to so? be honest with you, I, I don't. I think Vrabel, I think he's established as a head coach now. I just okay. don't think he would take that step back. That'd be one of those. You See, know Dan what? Quinn did. Yeah, I. Well, to me, with Dan Quinn, I mean, with, with that debacle you had in the Super Bowl, you, you know, you're just looking for a job. Just trying to get a job, you know. <laughs> you can't go twenty-eight-three and give it up. Yeah, I know. Just, I know. know. You got to reel in your office coordinator who's in San Francisco. You got to reel that guy in at the moment and just be like, "Hey, man, run the football." Yep. You know, <laughs> hey. I'm I'm awful letting my coaches coach, man. But it's comes to a moment. It's like twenty eight seventeen. I'm like, hey, man, let's kill some clock here. Right. Let's, let's, let's burn this thing. Quit right. throwing the football. And I probably wouldn't say it that nicely either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just asking. Yeah. Because yeah, I have a I have a sense of Vrabel may be. You you get coaches that are to a place where they're like, okay, I don't want to be the head guy for a minute. Correct. I, I don't mind taking a couple of years. I don't yeah. mind going back in D.C. and let somebody else have the press conferences every week. Let them have to talk to the media after a game. Just let me do football in my job and let me hit reset and decide if that's something I want to go back and do again. Not everybody wants to be the head guy. That's true. There are a lot of guys that do very well at coordinator positions, uh, football-focused only and not the other stuff. Like a Josh McDaniels. I just, I just really think Vrabel is – He's ahead of a franchise. Yeah. I, I really do. Kind of like I saw uh, when I saw I saw D'Amico Ryan's last year. You yes. know, I pat myself on the back. I, I just said that dude right there is a. 
I don't know how long it's going to take them to get it going. I mean, I, I got it going quicker than I thought, but you just can see, um, and, and you can see the the what, what he gives off that that radiant that, that that energy like that guy can lead, and you just hope he got the right team. You know, I mean, we even got some some high school coaches in this area who are not head coaches. You just you talk with him, it's like that guy's going to be a head coach yep. one day, and so you just feel it and you can talk to him and you yep. understand. And that's when I see with Vrabel, I just think Vrabel's a head coach. Yep. I think he's a head coach. Yeah, no, I I, I get it. And and speaking of D'Amico Ryan. Rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback who's now playing in the second round of the playoffs. If they can get a win, they'll get the franchise's first berth into an AFC championship game since they were the Houston Oilers back in the 70s. Um, The guy in Cleveland did a real nice job. He lost his running back early on. Mm -hmm. Stefanik did great. But in in my mind, it's a no-brainer. For rookie of the year and for coach of the year, especially where that franchise has been at, you know, and also just throw this out here, uh, I want to say the Houston Texans since two thousand two have more playoff wins than the Dallas Cowboys. Just throwing that out there at the Cowboy fans, um, just throwing that throw wow. little, throw little jab. Um, but he's done a great job. <laughs> Which is horrible. Yeah, he's why a, would you say that? That's horrible. Hey man, it's kind of got eleven. Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to open them up and figure it out so they can help get their franchise. Uh, you know, back you know, going. I'll pile on top of that. Then you know, Green Bay has more. Playoff wins at AT and T Stadium than Dallas does. <laughs> Is that not that's so one of those stats that you just go what do what? So so tell me that again. A road team's got more playoff yeah. wins at our place than we do. That's one of those. Yes. that's one of those. I beg your pardon. Yeah, they run right. it by me again. Yeah. you got to add the Super Bowl they, when yeah. they beat Pittsburgh yeah. that year. That's the sixth. They're 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 six and zero. Oh that's impressive. At AT and T in the playoffs, it's impressive, and not good for Dallas. But uh, with Houston, yeah, I mean to me. It's a no-brainer. Um, I don't know if he'll win it, though, but I just think where that franchise has been at, I mean, those guys were in a dumpster, man, yeah. for the last you know two or three years. And for him to bring that back, obviously, you know, they got, they got a chance to make a run at this thing the next couple of years. You got, you know, you don't have to pay him no money. You got um, the defense is set. I mean, they traded back up to get uh, what's my guy name from Alabama? That was which, I mean, he had a heck of a season on the defense side of the football too. Um, what's the guy name? He's a linebacker. Uh, I can't. I'm going blank on his yeah. name right now. But anyway, lost it. Uh, that young man had a great season as well. They they're really building the, the correct building blocks. And to me, I know he got to the point where you want to get away from linebackers in the NFL because of how much passing. But if you look at how Baltimore built their team, right? No nah, man, you go get those linebackers. You still eat those guys in the middle of the field or, or San Francisco. But what you do now is you get linebackers who can who can stop the run. But could also be athletic and get in that passing game. It felt like Houston followed the Jacksonville model about making their franchise stronger. Only they passed Jacksonville with some of the guys they got versus what the Jaguars had gotten. It felt like there was a lot of similarities going on. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you look up and Jacksonville can't win a game again. They were the same thing as Miami and Dallas. Couldn't beat a good team. Correct. And they couldn't win at home. It's weird. I, I thought Jacksonville was loaded with talent. I know. With you. Uh, I thought they were the most talented team in that division. And, man, it's one of those – it's kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles. You kind of want – you're waiting for the, the stories to come out. Like, what happened? Um, something had to happen to just, you know – had the bottom fall out like that, but Houston has done a great job, and they're they look like they're going to be a team for the years to come coming up. Okay, you threw out Philadelphia. Oh boy, do you fire Nick Sirianni? Yes. So a guy who said no, I'm not for firing yeah. coaches. That, now all of a sudden you jumped right yeah. on that. That guy because that guy doesn't act like an adult. He acts like a, he acts like a child. I mean, you, you you see some of the things he's doing, his right. antics. I saw it last. I remember. I, yeah, I was I was watching the NFC Championship game last year, and he's looking in the camera, and he's nodding. It's like, dude. 
you're beating up on a team who quarterback got hurt. Right. Like, you're on, on like hey, the fourth quarterback, yeah, and hey, that's nobody. Like, come on, man. Like, you're acting like a like a little right. 14-year-old kid right now. Right. That guy, he's just not an adult. He's not a guy that, that to me, that can lead a, that's leading a franchise. Obviously, had a, we had a great year last year, but I just think the way he behaved, the way he cares himself, to me, if I'm an owner or a GM, I'm like, hey, man, we, gotta, we can't do this. I worry about his continued presence – and how that retards the growth of Jalen Hurts. Because it felt like the Jalen Hurts of a year ago, 11 weeks into the season even, was an MVP candidate. The last seven weeks looked like a guy who was clueless out there. Well, to me, it, it, it all, it, you know, obviously he started struggling, but to me, it goes back to the coaching's behavior. If you go back to look at this a clip, I think it, maybe it was the Tampa game, and they were, they were working on review, and he's taunting. He's taunting the other team, yeah. and and Hertz has to put has to go knock his hand down. Yeah, to me, that right there says everything that I need to know about what's going on in that locker room, why things aren't getting fixed, why things aren't getting addressed, because he's acting like more of a child than those guys, those players are. Those guys have to hold him accountable instead of the other way around. And to me, he's just not the guy to get it done. I mean, the Eagles franchise has let go of some really good coaches yeah, who were winning at the time. Oh, yeah. So even as much as you want to hammer Chip Kelly, the dude went 10-6, 10-6 his first two years. They got him out of there in year three. Doug you know, Peterson. Doug Peterson. Super Bowl. They went to the playoffs. Yep. Went to the playoffs next year after that. And then he got fired. Yep. So, you know, Andy Reid, was it years in a row, winning, winning, winning. Yep. Hey, man, it's time to make a change. Yep. So, couldn't get couldn't get to the Super Bowl. Get Super Bowl. Got four, one. Got to one. What four NFC Championship games yeah. in a row? You know. Got to one Super Bowl. Couldn't beat the Patriots. Time to move on. We're we've hit a roadblock. This yes. is as far as we can get. We can't get further. We've got to step. Here's what, the whole thing we talked about. First segment. You got to step backward to be able to go forward. Correct. Other franchises see it and get it and do it. And they and they've shown they can rebuild on the fly. They've got still, talent and still be competitive. To me, you just that guy. He's got to go. Like and again, I'm I shocked. Said, I'm shocked. We're sitting here on Thursday yeah. and he's not gone yet. I'm surprised. So I really do think probably by Friday afternoon they're gonna get rid of that guy. Yeah. I, I just I can't see him returning because you go ten and one and that thing craters like that, and you don't show any accountability. You you're you're not even trying to. They they look defeated before the game started. We called it before. The, you know we oh, said yeah. it. We was like they were. They're gonna, there's we, no we, way. We like they're gonna get hammered and they got blasted. Like they didn't want to be there. It nope. was Hey man, it was like it's like the NBA one two three Cancun. That's how they was looking out there. If you can find me Dan Campbell two and put him in Philadelphia, the rest of the league's going to be in a lot of Guess trouble because there's so much talent in Philly. Yeah. But they have no heart right now. They need a guy that's going to yank him up by the back of the neck and give him give them an infusion of heart. That's Dan I, Campbell. I love Dan Campbell and his, his whole his whole staff. I, you know, even when they were struggling. A couple years ago, I was like, man, they are struggling, but you can see it coming. Yep. Say, like, hey, just be patient with yep. it. I mean, I kept saying, I hope they don't. I hope they don't, they don't pull the plug him. on this guy. Yep. You can see those guys getting better, more competitive, more yep. competitive. You just can see it. Year one is always a struggle. Any coach, you go into a program where they've been losing for years and years, and trust me, I know that right now. It takes time. Yep. It takes time to fix this the mentality, and you have to weed out some guys, and you're gonna really get there and take a step back before you take a step That's forward. It. <laughs> All right. We got to take a break. It's about uh, 29 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan here on the Fan 107.9 and ESPN 105.9. We're going to take a break. We'll get Michael Walker on the phone with us when we come back. And we need you to stick around for the last segment because we got something to give away. We'll do that right at the last segment this afternoon. So lots going on. Don't leave us. You stick around. We're coming right back here on the Fan. 
here's your game guy from 107.9 The Fan. It's divisional weekend in the NFL, and we've got all the games on 107.9 The Fan, starting Saturday at 3 as the Houston Texans visit the Baltimore Ravens, followed by Green Bay at San Francisco. On Sunday, the live coverage begins at 2.30 with Tampa Bay at Detroit, followed by Kansas City at Buffalo. The NFL plays here. 107.9 The Fan. Hey, you listening to the radio, I'd like to ask you a question. When you're buying insurance, would you rather go with someone on Wall Street or someone local on Main Street? What you're insuring is close to home. Your insurance agent should be, too. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him uh, Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Now, now, here's the four states weather forecast from 107.9 The Fan. Clear tonight, low of 23. Wind chill values as low as 15, though. Sunny tomorrow, high of 37. Clear tomorrow night, low of 15. Again, sunny on Saturday at the high of 36. Listen anytime on your computer or smart device through our website or with the Texarkana Media Center app from the Google Play or App Store. Leading the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9 is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All righty, welcome back. 25 minutes till top of the hour, Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan. And joining us on the phone this afternoon, Pleasant Grove, Texarkana's own Michael Walker joining us today. It's great to talk to you, Michael. Yes, sir. Hey, great to be on here, man. Uh, yep, good, Look, good stuff. Excited about it. Looking forward to you being back home. We talked to Matt Fry yesterday, and of course, your dad was texting us a, a bunch of information. But Walker and friends getting off the ground on Saturday, and uh, it sounds like you are all in on trying to really help out the boys and girls club here in Texarkana. Uh, yes, sir. Yep. We're on a flight tomorrow. We're heading back to Texarkana and yep. Big weekend plan back there. Um, 
yep, myself and the family able to, uh, you know, able to put put something back uh, into the youth here in Texarkana, and uh, you know, really excited about what we have planned with all the all of our buddies coming back and helping us out, and uh, really the city of Texarkana, um, you know, really putting this on has been great, and like you said, being able to help the Boys and Girls Club, which was something that was so important to myself and my family growing up, um, you know, this is this is couldn't be a better fit for sure. I was going to say it doesn't sound like it took much much convincing to get you to come back home for this. <laughs> that's right. No, it's it's always been something that's on my mind too. It's been on my mind over the years, and I mean, the off seasons can get crazy and busy and things like that. Um, but whenever the city came to me and said, "Hey, this is the plan." Um, um, you know, we, we think that we could really just pull this off and, um, you know, to their credit, uh, they really have, they've, uh, they've done all the work and, you know, have, have really put together something that should be very, very cool. And, uh, an amazing thing for Texarkana. Now, I know Lucas is going to be taking care of the football end of this on Saturday over at uh, PG's indoor. He's got a handful right. of guys that are going to be helping doing football, I know you're doing baseball, and we'll come back around and talk to it in a minute. But to be honest with you, the star actually is doing basketball, which is Brett, of course. That's absolutely right. Yep. So Brett's going to be heading up the basketball camp side of it. And, uh, yep, she's got some buddies coming back as well. But really, it's yeah, I think it's awesome that we're able to put together a little all-sports camp uh, type deal uh, for the youth where – uh, kids can pick a couple couple different sports that they want to, you know, come and try to get better at on Saturday morning. And, uh, you know, I think it's a, a really, really cool opportunity. So let's say I've got my kid and I want to come down and, and, and meet Michael and meet Will, because I know Mil- Will Middlebrooks is coming in as well. What have you got planned right. for the kids during the time you're going to have them on Saturday? Yeah, so whenever they get there, registration's going to uh, open up at 9.30. Uh, you can even get there a little earlier um, if you'd like, um, just to avoid some clusters and things like that. But, yeah, starting at 9.30, get the registration going, and then, uh, you know, kind of an open ceremonies type deal, and then have the kids uh, pick a couple different sports two out of the three whether it's basketball and football or you want to you know kind of mix and match what you want to do or just double up in a single sport okay. uh if you want to do a couple sessions of baseball uh you know that's totally cool as well and so um yep we're just gonna break the kids up and expect to get some some really good work in uh in different drills different uh i guess different types of settings and uh really just Try to try to expand the game, and you know, teach teach a lot of these kids some fundamental type stuff, and uh, you know, teach them teach them more about the game. But you're right. Yep, I've got uh, Will Middlebrooks. He's coming back to help out. He's got his whole family flying out there this weekend as well, and really appreciate that. But um, yeah, just uh, gonna have some a really good staff there. Uh, a lot of really knowledgeable uh, coaches and some ex players that have you know, have had the experience of, of playing at a high level and, uh, you know, looking to, to pass it on to the, to the next, uh, group coming up. I I really like the fact that there's a lot of intermingling here between especially LE and PG in this. There's a lot of LE guys involved in this. There's a lot of PG guys involved in this. You know, we, we've seen before where we'll have something happen in the city and it'll be one group and not the others. And, and, and this feels really, 
it, you guys are very familiar with each other. You and Will and Zach and Riley Fincher, Zach Fowler and, and Riley Fincher. There's a lot of cross pollination because awful lot of respect back and forth on either side of town. Most definitely. Um, yeah, going back to those high school days, and yeah, I mean, there's a rivalry there between you know PG and LE. But I thought it was always cool in those in those summer ball, uh, the American Legion teams. You know, we all link up and we're all fighting for you know the same goal at that point. And so you really get to you know whenever you're on the other side of the diamond, other side of the field, um, you know, and you're competing against them and you're going all at them. You know, you, you might not know who that person is uh, until, you know, you're on the same team or, you know, later down the road. It's like, oh, okay, you know, we could have got along a little bit. But, uh, yeah, you know, from from the years on after high school and getting to keep in touch with Will and playing against him in the big leagues and, uh, you know, it's, it's all about Texarkana at that point. It's about that northeast Texas, uh, you know, south, southwest Arkansas, that, you know, Louisiana, just that area, getting getting all those kids together, and hey, we're we're all in it together. We we come from the same area. We're we're from that 903, and uh, you know that's that's who we represent whenever we go out and uh, you know leave Texarkana. Well, I got a quick question for you, Michael. This is uh Dwight McCown. I actually was coaching at PG when your sister was there. Um, my question is, okay. obviously, you guys got this going on, and once you guys get this established, uh, will you try to continue to have more camps? You know, like we we have so many guys who who played in the professional ranks from Texas County. We try to bring more people back in to continue to uh, give back to these guys and have like basketball or baseball, or football camps and like that. Uh, that's the plan. So yeah, like I said, you know, it's always been on my radar, and I know for sure Lucas is as well with uh, with some of the stuff he's doing, and he's doing some camps as well uh, in the summer with his uh, strength and conditioning stuff. But you know, this is. I mean, depending on how it goes this weekend, um, I think I think we could definitely make this more of an annual thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many we could do in a year with with myself still playing and Absolutely. some guys out of out of town and stuff. But um, yeah, no, we we are very excited, and there's there's so many guys that uh, we wish could could be there and help out as well from around the Texarkana area um, that that weren't able to make it this time around. So. Hopefully we can keep expanding it, keep spreading the word about uh, about to to all like you said, all the great athletes that have come out of that area to come back and uh, you know kind of give back to the youth. Michael Walker joining us. Got a couple of minutes, Michael, before we got to let you go. Uh, you, you said I, as long as you're still playing, you don't know how much of this you can do. So there's a big question now. You just signed a new deal. You're going to be in Kansas City for it looks like a couple of years. Hopefully, if you pick up your option next year, how many more years do you plan on doing this? Hey, until they rip the jersey off my back, Chuck. So no, it's uh, I I I enjoy what I do. It is uh, I think it's the coolest thing in the world that uh, you know, get to play play baseball for a living, and uh, you know, just really excited about this Kansas City opportunity as well. Um, you know, been kind of doing these one year deals, uh, you know, over the past five six years, and so. You know, getting getting uh, you know, I guess an extra year onto the contract, and hey, you know, kind of set up some roots there for a couple years, and uh, with the family and things like that. But just really excited about the opportunity getting up there, and uh, you know, hopefully making a run at that uh, AL Central Division. You spent a lot of years in St. Louis. You've bopped back and forth between coasts now, between 
New York and Tampa and San Diego. Now you're back to the middle of the country. Is there is there a Zach Grinky in you? Is there a middle of the country, a little smaller market t- seems to fit you better, do you think? Uh, you know, I, I told my agent, he was asking me, Hey, what teams do you want to, you know, kind of pursue or, you know, that you're interested in? I said, I'll pitch anywhere. You know, I've, I've pitched in the, like you said, in St. Louis and the small market in Tampa, I pitched in the big markets and in Boston and New York. It's, Hey, I'm, I feel like I, I'm ready for, for any, any type of scenario that they come with me, uh, at this point. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, getting back to the Midwest, my, my wife is from St. Louis as well. So being close to family is, is definitely going to be a plus, uh, and, uh, you know, a, a doable drive for my parents coming up from Texas Canada as well. So no question. it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good spot for sure. And it's a, it's a good pitcher's park as well. So can never complain about that. No. And, and I tell you what, they've been, they've been very active in free agency and picking up guys like yourself to be able to fill out a, a staff. And, and, and I think you're right. It's a division that's wide open with a chance to maybe make some noise that people wouldn't have expected before the year started. Right. That's the plan. You know, that's, that's kind of what sold me was, Hey, their, their GM JJ was, uh, you know, making these moves, uh, explaining their, their thought process on what they're doing. And it was, you know, very attractive to myself. And, um, you know, it, it just fires me up as a player that a team wants to go out and, and win. And so, uh, that's all you can ask for as a player. And so I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up. Uh, definitely a lot of work to do for sure. Um, you know, with spring training coming up here, uh, in less than a month. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's right around the corner, but a lot of fun ahead for sure. All right. Well, Michael, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Good luck coming on in tomorrow. And, uh, thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes. It's been great visiting with you again on the phone and hopefully I'll see you on Saturday and we'll talk some more. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Appreciate you. All right. You take care, Michael. Yeah. Thanks for watching. There you go, Michael Walker. We're going to take a break. We will come right back. You are listening to Leaving the Yard here on The Fan 1079 and ESPN 1059. Back in just a minute. The Bush Guide Cold and Smooth Survival Skills. For a successful stint in the great outdoors, pack accordingly. Place heavy essentials near your spine for stability in rough terrain with light items near the bottom. Now, you may be wondering where does the bush light go? in your stomach. Bush. Head for the mountains. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You'll love home loans from Millway. Whether you're financing a new home, refinancing your existing mortgage, or financing a large expense with equity in your existing home, the dedicated Millway team will help you find the right loan to fit your needs. They will guide you through the process and answer any questions along the way. Stop by Millway's Mortgage Center on Arkansas Boulevard. Call or learn more at millway.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. 
Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and UAMS. Take a second to think about this. How safe and secure are your valuables? Your guns, jewelry, documents, and family heirlooms? What are you doing to protect them? You need a safe. At Locksmith TXK, they're all about access, control, and security. Check out Locksmith TXK today in their fully stocked showroom on Summerhill Road or on the web at locksmithtxk.com. They offer 100% financing and 12 months same as cash. Locksmith TXK, you found the right locksmith. Get your taste buds ready because Blue Amber Smokehouse is now open and serving their tender, tantalizing brisket, ribs, turkey, and pulled pork to Texarkana. And if you haven't tasted Blue Ember's signature sauces, macaroni and cheese, or baked beans, you're in for some of the best barbecue and sides you have ever eaten. Catering is also available, so start planning those get-togethers and parties. Blue Ember Smokehouse, now open on Walton Drive across from Lowe's in Texarkana. Fresh, prime, smoked, and oh, so good. 911, call if you can. Text if you can't. 911 cannot accept pictures or videos, but make sure you let them know the emergency and your exact location. Use simple language, no abbreviations or slang. Text 911 is now available in 10 counties in the area. Lamar, Delta, Hopkins, Red River, Franklin, Titus, Morris, Bowie, Cass, and Miller counties. If you can't call 911, text 911. This public safety announcement brought to you by the Arctic's Council of Governments. Globe Life Field is your home for college baseball with three full weekends of action starting February 16th at the home of the Texas Rangers. It all starts with the Shriners Children's College Showdown presented by Kubota featuring Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, and Nebraska. Next is the Kubota College Baseball Series with Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Michigan, and Oregon State in Weekend 2 and TCU, Texas A&M, Arizona State, and USC for Weekend 3. To get tickets and learn more, visit globelifefield.com slash collegebaseball. Keeping you updated on happenings in the Twin Cities. This is 107.9 The Fan's Community Calendar. Inclement weather resources for the city of Texarkana. Warming stations and shelters located at the Salvation Army, 316 Hazel Street, Texarkana, Arkansas. 870-774-2701. Randy Sam Shelter, 402 Oak Street, Texarkana, Texas. 903-792-7024. Mission Texarkana, 620 West 4th Street, Texarkana. Daytime only. 903-792-1301. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Alrighty, welcome back. We got about nine minutes till top of the hour. Now I got a thing here. I told you I had some stuff to give away. So if you hung out with me all the way to the end, you got a chance to cash in today. Your basketball guy, Dwight McCowan. Yes, I am. I've got this this fell in our lap today. ESPN, since we're new affiliate with ESPN, ESPN sent us four, four tickets to Saturday's game between the University of Texas and the Baylor Bears. It's a really good game. I got four. They're on lower level, section 116. Ooh. Seats one, two, three, four. So you're right on the aisle. You're down to a good spot. 
it's a 11 o'clock start time Saturday morning. Man, that's really good, too. You, you, you can be there and yeah. back Saturday night. You get up and leave. You can, you can be out of here at probably 5. Mm-hmm. Get down to Austin. Traffic shouldn't be too bad. No, traffic won't be bad. You're going to be interstate all the way. Interstates are open and, and fine. I got four. If you're wanting four tickets to this, I'm not going to make this be a big thing because we waited till the end of the program today to be able to do this. I'm just going to tell you, because I can't do it while we're in the middle of doing the show. You're going to have to call in for this. This can't be a Facebook thing. This has to be a call-in thing because I'm going to have to get a number from you, and I'm going to have to make sure I can get these tickets electronically sent to where I need them to go. So, right when we get to the end, I'm going to say, all right, call in now. First one that calls me, I got the four tickets for you. Now, don't call me and get the tickets if you can't use them. I don't want there to be four seats sitting open. Otherwise, I'm going to have to give them Dwight McCowan. Well, you can't go. you got a game Saturday morning. Unfortunately, I have a game. Oh, no, never. you're not going to go then. I have to find a way to cancel it. <laughs> That's only Mount Pleasant. What the heck? I mean, I got an assistant. That's what, that's what you got assistant coaches for. Thank you. Know? you. you got assistant coaches for. I'm out scouting. <laughs> See, you put that. I'm scouting other guys. I hear about an eighth grader down in Austin Correct. who may be moving up this way. Absolutely. I'm needing to see if he's going to be uh, how how he how he plays and again Saturday. That's why you hire assistant coaches. That's for it. it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. If you're a Longhorn fan or if you're a Baylor fan. You don't just have to be a Horn fan. You may be a Baylor Bear fan and go, you know what? I'd love to go to a game. I know it's a little further down. you got to go a little past Waco. But you're in Austin for the day. It's a really nice gym to go see. It's a great gym. And you get four tickets. you got four, three, you know, three buddies or your wife and kids, whatever it is you got. Two good programs, too. Two, two really good, good programs. Good programs. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm going to, I'm holding on to this thought and I'm going to wait till we get to the end so I can take a phone call and get your information. But here you go. So, you got about five minutes. If you're like, hey, I got a couple of buddies. I wonder if they're free to go before you start calling in. You got a minute. Text them now. Hey, you want to go to the game on Saturday? These guys are giving away four tickets. You got that? Call me. We'll do it right at the top of the hour. Get you hooked up and on your way. Sounds like a really good plan. That's what we can do for you. Can't pass up on that, guys. No, and we're going to start having, you know, I, we, we hadn't had a chance to talk about this whole lot because of, obviously, all the stuff that's been going on. But as we get deeper into what will be basketball and baseball season in particular, we're going to have Ranger tickets to be given away. We're looking at some other potential things with the Rangers we get a chance to, to give you stuff. We want you to take stuff. We want you to have a chance to go to the live events because, after all, if you're if you're a fan of sports, there's yeah. nothing better than being in the gym or in the stadium when the live thing's going on. By then, I'll be in offseason, so I'll prefer some of y'all not to call on some of those <laughs> games. I'd like to take those tickets to take my family with me, but no. <laughs> tell you what, this may be a great year to see the Rangers now. Oh, absolutely. A lot of uh, – a lot of uh, – post-World Series winning Ranger things they will be doing this season. Yeah, we've already made some some some, oh, have some, some spots to get ready to go watch them for really? the summer. Yes. yes. All right. Well, then, there, then there's that. I'm already ready. Calipari got win 400 last night as a Kentucky Wildcat coach. You surprised? No, I mean, he's he's been doing it for a long time. Um, I'm not really hounding him as a coach. He does a great job of bringing in talent. Right, um, he's a great recruiter. 
But uh, he been, he's been doing it for a long time at a high level. You know, he has flipped around some programs. UMass, uh, when he first got there back in the early 90s, if you know, UMass was nothing. Uh, UMass was yeah, nothing. He flipped that thing around, went to the pros. He was he was actually pretty competitive in the pros, yep. went to the playoffs. Yep. Came back to Memphis. You know, so everywhere he goes, he has connections. He does a great job of making connections, you know, with World Wide West, people like that, to get those recruits in. That's what you do. You know, now, he, you know, he, he coached the one Wagner. Now he has D, uh, DJ Wagner as his point guard. So you make those connections, and right. that's what you do. That's what does a good job. And so, um, no, I'm not surprised that he got 400 wins. Um, you know, I feel like if he was still – if he, you know, coached a little bit longer, he'd probably, you know, five, 600. But, you know, he left for some years and went right. to the pros. Right, This NCAA season's felt a bit weird so far. Can't settle on is there a dominant team because it feels like there's not. UConn right now is back up at number one. Uh, we've had Purdue there. We've had uh, – who all have we had at number one? We've had a handful of guys. Uh, Houston, Houston, I think, has yeah. gotten up to number one. I was going to say shout-out to Jeff Wright. Houston was there for a little bit yep. and they yep. got beat. Um, we, we've got a handful of teams that seem to all kind of be in a mix. Kansas. I just think right now in the state of college sports, you know, especially basketball, the fluctuations. One, the three, the three point ball changes a lot, but with the guys constantly moving, that's just how it's going to be. Now you're never going to have those. You know, you, you got to see that great picture. Obviously, my generation, your generation, the Fab Five, you, you oh, saw yeah. those guys yeah. re- reunite. You don't have those teams no more where they would stay together for three and four years. And now this thing is really just NBA free agency or NFL free agency. Yep. You know, every six months, and so who can jail the quickest? You know, who can have some strong guard play, things like that. And I'm going to tell you right now, a team that's probably under the radar who, who I think can make a run at it is uh, Memphis. Uh, he's okay. got really good guard play. Obviously, Penny Hallway is uh, one of my favorite players, but growing up as a kid. But just watching him play, man, he has really good guard play. If you have good, strong guard play, man, in the college level, that just takes you a long way. I tell you, the combination in the tournament, if you've got some and, – and it's why there's so many upsets. Correct. You've got smaller division schools – whose kids aren't going to the NBA. So you've got three years, four-year guys playing together. you got good guard play because they don't have a ton of bigs. It's got to be a guard-heavy league for the most part when you start looking at mid-majors. That combination of good ball handlers and guards and guys who have a little time on the court together, not just they played 20 games and then they're moving on to the NBA. Yes. Different world. Absolutely, and that's that's where the game has really changed. The thing that's equal to that right now is you got some teams what they're doing now is they're they're plucking those guys from those from those smaller mid major schools after they're you know give them a fifth year yeah and those guys are going to the University of Texas or Baylor things like that and so they're trying to get smart there but like I think Houston's probably one of the teams that's been together the longest you know with those guys still been there and, and their coach and so I look at those guys as making a good chance at the run but it's so wide open you just don't know who's who can really you know who can really gel and, and can win it obviously Purdue. Obviously, got knocked out last year, uh, but those guys got a chance with a good coach too, though. I never trust Purdue. I, I just don't. Any I never teams trust to them. me, any teams that play slow and can, yep. only really can play one style, I don't trust nope. them as well. Yep. All right, we're about out of time for today. So, a couple things: we've got uh, no show tomorrow. Obviously, games tomorrow. Texas High at seven thirty tomorrow night. Liberty Ilo is going to be at six thirty. That's over on KTFS one zero seven one. Arkansas High is on Real Country. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off. we got the Razorbacks on Saturday. NFL playoff games both Saturday and Sunday. And here we go. Four tickets. Horns Bears. Saturday in Austin. Give me a buzz. 903-735-9905. This show's running out of the time, so as soon as we get uh, 
signed off the microphone. You want four tickets? All you got to do is be the first one to call me. 903-735-9905. I'll hook you up for the uh, game on Saturday. Dwight McCown, great seeing you again. Appreciate you. We'll see you next Thursday. Let's do it again. You guys take it easy. If you missed any of today's show, hear it again tomorrow morning at 7 on 107.9 The Fan or on demand anytime at thefan1079.com. KCMC and KTFS Texarkana.